Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast, a podcast for anyone who's into fitness, except the assholes who design women's magazine covers. Y'all are setting stupidly unrealistic expectations for people and making our jobs way harder, which is what we're going to talk about today. This episode is going to be key for those who feel like they're making a little progress, but it's not fast enough for them. We are Katie and Heather, owners of Bar Path Fitness, and we're here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation in the fitness industry. Today, we talk through how to measure progress. So let's start off with talking about realistic goals, right? So you may have heard about when setting a goal, um, the SMART method. I think everybody throws that one around quite a bit. But if you haven't heard it, um, I do think we have a blog on it, actually. But it's specific, measurable, attainable What's the R? Relative? Relative. Relative. Is it relative? And time bound. Something like that. Yeah. Um, So anyway, this is great because it reminds you that when you do set a goal, you want it to be specific. You want it to be measurable and in a certain amount of time, right? Um, But I think the one we forget about a lot is the A. (laughs) Like we want to make sure that it's attainable, right? And so that's what we're talking about today is what is an attainable goal when it comes to fitness. Um, And one of the things we want to start out with is... First, resetting kind of our mindset and our attitude when we're we're setting goals, right? Um, so when we're first starting and, and setting a goal, we initially think a lot of times of something physical, right? Whether it's weight loss or muscle gain or a certain amount of weight that we're putting up or whatever. But I think it's important first to set goals that are related to the habits that keep you motivated to continue when you're first starting. So whatever this looks like for you, maybe you're marketing it, marking it in your notepad on your phone, in a calendar. Um, we use an app with our clients so they can check things off and like feel accomplished as they're looking back at the previous week so they can see they actually hit their three time a week goal or whatever that goal was. Um, You can record videos um, to see kind of your strength and form over time, keep score of how you feel, your energy energy throughout the day, etc. And we're going to go more into detail about different ways to track progress um, later on in this episode. But pay attention to your wins is the big message here and don't minimize them. I just want to add in like for me when I'm helping someone either with their training or nutrition and they're just kind of starting and they don't really know like what to do or they have this big lofty goal of like I want to lose body fat and it's like okay well what does that mean like that like Heather said it's going to come down to building those daily habits and I like to have people think about adding things versus taking things away because we get trapped in this restrictive mindset so what what that could look like is okay let's add in more protein because we figured out you're not eating enough protein like most of the population let's try to add in some protein throughout the day and that's the only thing you change and once that becomes a sustainable thing that you're doing on a consistent basis okay well let's add in like a walk every day like some people need to start that slow and that like you don't have to change everything at once like that is i feel like the the biggest problem with this fit the fitness industry because it's like lose 20 pounds in 90 days like that is not how this shit works so just want to kind of piggyback on that like if you're just starting out focus on adding things and focus on your um, process goals and that way you're creating these wins for yourself as you go so anyways back to it yeah totally so yeah keep in mind you know you're not going to lose like a crazy amount of weight in a week regardless of what magazines say if you do it's mostly water weight and even if it was body fat there that is so very unhealthy and i feel like you should go to a doctor if you did lose 10 pounds of body fat in a week so yeah and i just (laughs) kind of want to harp on this again even though we did in our episode three if you haven't listened to that go 
back and listen. It's about why weight loss is not the answer. But like, why are we letting something like a scale that literally like, it's a number, it's, it's an amount of mass that we're carrying around. And it's made up of different things. Like, why are we letting that number yeah. determine so like, much? I will cut your arm off and you will probably <laughs> lose about 10 totally. pounds. And there you go. You reached Guaranteed. your weight goal. Yeah. Like, so fucking Success. stupid. Yeah. All right. So when we are looking at weight loss, though, if it is a metric you're looking at, I do want to talk a little bit about, I don't know if it's necessarily research, but what kind of the research says or the studies say, um, apparently about half a pound to a pound a week of weight loss is a healthy goal, right? Um, so if weight loss was your sole goal, um, according to studies, that's kind of the, the healthy way to lose is slow and steady, right? So half a pound to a pound a week. That is most realistic, right? So yay. But this alone also, again, doesn't take into account any muscle mass gain we're having, any lean muscle that we're gaining, which is super important for future weight loss down the road um, because it's you know building your metabolism and obviously keeping you from getting injured. Um, and so I wouldn't worry about this number, this half a pound to a pound per week. Um, but I know a lot of people want to know. So that's kind of the trajectory. Like don't expect to lose 10 pounds in a week, right? Half a pound to a pound a week is the healthy ish number. Yeah. And I would really recommend, especially if you're a woman listening to this, like track your trends over time, like a week, week to week basis, isn't going to tell you the whole story. Um, because if, especially if you're a pre menopausal woman, like you're still having your period, your weight is going to fluctuate a lot during your cycle, especially the week before you're going to totally. be more bloated. It might look like your body fat went up, probably didn't. You probably just a little bit bloated the couple of days before your period and your weight might be up. Like it's not body fat. Like people like just so focused on that. And it's like, I don't, I hate, I don't want to go into a super big rant here, but it, it, I feel like a lot of these people are mostly women and it fucking sucks to see it. It's like we are equating our body fat percentage or, you know, what we look like to our self-worth. And it's really fucking frustrating and it's not their fault it's just society and the fitness industry and this is what you have to look like and all these influencers and they look shredded because they took a picture in the right lighting and it's like why can't I look like that well guess what if you do get shredded and you do I don't know some competition and you're super shredded guess what you're not going to feel any better about yourself like it's it's not your self-worth I'm just so it's so frustrating as a coach and I will rant on this a little bit later too in this episode but more structured but it's just yeah. Anyways, like that was Katie not getting into a rant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess just <laughs> anyway, wait and see for it to come. So. I had something to throw in there um, at some point. But gain, yeah. Well, know. no, it was about um, your weight fluctuating over time. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, guess what else brings your weight up other than Muscle. just your cycle and all that. But an intense workout was the thing I was going to add. Oh, yeah. Inflammation. Right? Yeah. Inflammation. So if you work out really freaking hard and then the next day you weigh yourself and you're up a couple pounds, don't sweat it. Like that's probably inflammation. Also, like that happens. If you're sweating that, like if you're actually like if if it's stressing you out to weigh yourself, but you like need to do Ugh, it, I think you should scale. burn your fucking scale. Yes. Like Let's seriously. Just be done with that. Like yeah. you're stress. Like you're you're creating more stress on your body which is preventing you from losing the body fat by weighing yourself. And it's not the number that you want. Like, yeah. Anyways, 100%. continue. All right. So back to numbers. So we talked a little bit about weight loss, went on a tangent. Sorry about that. That's what happens when we talk about that metric. But um, the other one is muscle gain. Um, and so it's really hard to pinpoint like a normal amount of muscle gain because a lot of studies, you know, a lot of things vary, right? Your genetics are really going to determine how fast you gain muscle, the nutrition, your amount of sleep, all these different things. Um, I've seen a lot of different research and, and articles um, that say something like a poundish for women and two pounds for men per month is like 
a decent amount of lean muscle to gain as like a goal. Again, there's not really a great way to measure this. So it wouldn't be something I get caught up on or have expectations about. And it's all going to vary based on your experience, your nutrition, your genetics and more. Yeah. So that's why I want to talk about one of, well, the absolute best way to measure your progress and that's strength. And that encompasses a lot of uh, different factors. Okay. So if you're getting, if you're getting stronger, you're probably gaining muscle and the more muscle, obviously we've hammered this point home. The, the more muscle means the better the body composition that you have. So the leaner that you'll be. Um, and there is such a, like strength is so nuanced and individual to a person. Um, strength, yes, can look like just adding weight on the bar, right? Like you added five pounds this month to your squats or whatever, but it's not the only metric because you cannot continue that that um, just adding weight to the bar, you know, in a linear fashion. Like you're not going to be squatting five thousand pounds, right? Like if that's how it works. So, like, what uh, what else are, can you measure as far as like strength wise, um, or what can you um, measure that relates to strength? Like, are you do you feel mentally stronger? Like, do you feel more confident in your daily life? Like. Are you achieving a skill? Like achieving a skill is a really cool uh, feat of strength, I guess you could say, because it's one, not only shifting your mindset to, a, you know, something other than the scale, which is a digital contraption that spits out um, your, your, bat, your mass. So anyways, um, but like, okay, what if you want to do a handstand? That's really cool. Like, what if you want to do a pull up? That's also a way to measure your strength. So it's just... Uh, there's also a lot of research yeah. which is really cool on this whole learning so if you if you've ever read up on what learning anything does to your cognitive function to your brain and your ability to like be more creative and like learn things faster and just be smarter yeah. part of that is learning a skill in fitness like it's motor learning it's 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 in yeah. the brain so there's all these cognitive benefits from learning a skill as well yeah I got so like my upper body got so much stronger than when I started training handstands. And if you think about it, like training a handstand is a lot of skill. Um, but you do need the prerequisite strength in order to hold that handstand and hold literally your whole body weight in your hands. Right. So it's, it's cool because yeah, it might seem like a skill and you're practicing that balance, but it's still another way that you're getting stronger. Like your balance is getting better. Like I, in my opinion, that's getting stronger. So that's why I think strength is a good word to encompass all of like how you can measure your progress. And we're going to break down like other ways in, in what that means. Right. So yeah. Do you want to go into that? Yeah. So let's talk about other ways to measure your progress with fitness that are not the scale and it's also not pounds added to the barbell yeah. or to your weights but right? we still kind of classify it as you're gaining strength yes. it's just what does it look like in this situation yes. so so here are some ways to measure your progress that you might find more useful and we highly recommend um the first one is taking a video um and checking out your form so when you're doing a movement, specifically a skill-based movement, maybe it's even just a squat, but that that is a skill-based movement. Trust me, a lot of people don't do them, right? Um, are, you, are you hitting a full range of motion now and you weren't before? 
Are you more controlled with your movement, right? Can you can you add tempo now, right? So can you do the eccentric a little bit slower and, and you can own the movement, you can own the lift, it still looks good. Every rep looks the same instead of like, oh, three reps was good, but on four and five kind of looked like shit. Like if you progress that over time and you can look back at old videos, which is why a lot of people like to post videos, I think, um, you can you can see that progress. Um, another thing to measure is energy throughout the day. What does that look like for you? And a lot of people over like they're so focused on the physical outcomes and ways to, to measure success. They don't think about these kind of things. Do you notice that now you're sleeping better? Do you notice that in the afternoon you don't have that like weird lull anymore where you get tired? Um, can you concentrate better on tasks for a longer amount of time? A lot of that can be attributed to your exercise and your training, right? Um, another measurement that we like to use is how's your confidence feeling? Do you feel like you're able to do hard things? Is this translating into your daily life? Like, is it all kind of feeling better? Like you feel like you can take on the world a little bit more. And then a big one for us is, do you have less pain? Do certain movements that used to hurt feel better now? Is your knee no longer like doing that weird funky thing where it hurts? Maybe it still cracks. That's fine. All of us have that once we hit a certain age, but you know, maybe it doesn't hurt anymore or your back or any of that stuff. I would even argue to that point, like you can do movements that you thought you could never do before. Like yeah. how many clients have I gotten? They're like, oh, I just can't squat because like, you know, oh, my, yeah. my back hurts. And I'm like, what? did you do anything to address that? Like even even if it's like a lot of corrective exercise and let's say you are having pain and you have to do this, you know, the kind of tedious movements to help you get out of pain. And then you can, so, and then you do get out of that pain and you can squat. Guess what? You're stronger. And that is huge fucking progress. I would say that is, one of the most satisfying things for me is, as a coach is to help people get out of pain and be able to do movements they thought they'd never be able to do or just achieve some feat in the gym that they thought they would never be able to do because of said pain that they're feeling. Yeah. So. And a lot of times it's like not their fault that they think they right. can't do a certain movement. They're it's like, their doctor. Yeah. Told my them. doctor said I shouldn't like put any stress yeah. on my knees. And it's like, OK, well, your doctor isn't an expert in training. So like, yeah, they probably have to tell you that to cover their ass. But like, did they recommend you to a, a physical therapist? Like that is what they should have done or like a good trainer or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I hurt my back and I went to urgent care and he was like, don't deadlift. And yeah. I was like, ever? don't deadlift like, ever you're again. Saying, don't ever deadlift. Here's like, a yeah, shot. Just don't do it. Don't do a like human movement, a hinge. Like really? So yeah, that <laughs> here's a shot and a pill. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, back to measurements, a couple more. Um, so another one, um, are you capable of doing more things outside of the gym? Right. So can you say yes to friends now if they want to go to do a hike or something physical that you were like scared to do before? That's a huge win. Um, a big one for especially older clients, but I think anyone, especially women, um, is bone density. So if you happen to be getting these now or you're at the rate where your doctor is kind of helping you with these or you're just getting them for yourselves, um, specifically as we age, obviously we lose bone density. And the only way to combat that is through resistance training. And so let's get those readings and see how we're doing. Are they improving? Because this is huge. This means you're becoming unbreakable. Like if you fall, you won't get hurt. You're going to live longer. So this is really important. Bone density is a huge one. Um, and then lastly, if you are going to take physical measurements, Instead of weight, a lot of times before we look at that, we like to do progress photos, um, actual measurements like circumference of different parts of your body, um, how your clothes fit. Those are all kind of physical ways to see that your body's changing without it being like a number on the scale. And I would even argue, too, when you do take measurements, just because 
it still fucks with women's heads like when they're measuring their waist and let's say it's like a week before their period and they're like oh my god i gained body fat i would argue that you should take your measurements in spots where you're gonna gain muscle like just because you'll know like oh i'm gaining muscle there versus like oh my weights or my waist is bigger so i'm gaining body fat like how big is your quad now how big is your back how big is your shoulder like if your glutes or your glutes yeah your (laughs) glutes like if you're taking measurements and those measurements are going up which is cool it's a cool mindset shift it's like oh shit like things are going in the right direction here like i'm gaining muscle which again means your body composition is getting better so and also like all of those metrics that we just um that heather just summarized under like the the strength and in how to how to measure it if you think about this every single one of those metrics is re- is in relation to your health so if you are not healthy right mentally physically whatever you are not going to make the physical progress that you're looking for so if you can focus on not the physical progress uh, you know process progress whatever and you focus on these metrics instead I can guarantee you and you can come fight me if you if if it doesn't work for you. If you focus on all these other things, you're going to look pretty fucking good. Like you will have a really good body composition. You are going to be confident with how you look like it's just this. It's like a vicious circle when you focus on the the physical shit all the time because you're stressing about it, which is preventing you from getting to that place. So if you can shift your mentality and how you're actually measuring these um, your process in general, your individual process and your progress, then you're going to have like a way easier time getting to where you want to be physically. And I know we all want to look good naked. Like, obviously, like it's a thing. We're not going to deny that, but it's just the, the every single day, like, what am I doing every single day to better my health? And that has nothing to do with how, you know, you look physically, like it's just going to end up looking that part of you is going to look better in general. So, yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean, this is a big thing that we, this is like, I don't know, 50% of what we do as coaches, right. Is help people shift their mindset and on calls, you know, if someone's spiraling about their weight or their physical progress, we, a lot of times we'll have them take a step back and think about, all of the other positive things. And I know, Katie, when you do nutrition, specifically, you have a whole sheet, a lifestyle sheet that helps with some of this too. Yeah. That focuses on some of the other like positive things that are happening as you go along. Right. Like, adhere. what's your adherence to the plan? How's your mood, energy, like all that stuff that matters even more than hitting your macros, I would say. Which this is a great segue into explaining why people don't make progress. And it's basically because of all the things we just said. So the number one thing, is that people are afraid of change like people. So (laughs) I've had a couple examples of this recently. Um, I do a lot of consultation calls. I, you know, I have a lot of calls with clients and it's like (laughs) people will, they're, they're coming to me because I'm an expert. I'm really fucking good at what I do. I've been doing this a long time, right? I've learned a lot. So they're coming to me because I'm an expert and they want some help. But then I'll, I'll tell them what we need to do. Like, and it looks different from what they've been doing. And I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point. But they're like, but I'm not comfortable with that. So they go back to doing their cardio classes or their, you know, the same lifting routine they've been doing for years. It's the same set, same reps, same weight. And it's like, okay, what are you seeking me out for if you're comfortable? Like if you're just comfortable with where you're at, it's like, 
it's like <laughs> it, the best is when you give yeah. someone a workout and they're like i don't think i like this yeah they're like i don't i don't it, really want to do this and it's like it's wait like, why okay. don't you like it well it's just i'm not used to it great that's where you're gonna see the most change yeah. a new stimulus is gonna totally. give you the best results i can tell you that right now the best thing to do is is shit that you're not doing all, right now right if you're feeling called out it's okay i do the same yeah thing if sometimes. you're getting triggered like get over it that's a you <laughs> thing not an us thing okay so like it's this is the equivalent of like, let's say you're trying to buy a house, right? And you're like, you could probably do it by yourself, right? So it's like you versus you seeking out a really good real estate agent versus you trying to buy a house yourself, okay? Right now in this competitive ass market, like you really think you're going to get a good deal. You think you're not going to overpay. Like you are just going to go blindly through the process versus like you're seeking out a trainer or a coach for their expertise and I, and I, you know, I, as in a fitness coach or whoever represent them all right now, we <laughs> tell you what you need and what we should do and how we can get you there. And you're like, no, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. So it's like, go, like I'd say the real estate process because we're trying to buy another house right now. So it's just like, if we didn't have our realtor, we would be fucking clueless. We yeah. could go buy a house. We could go try. We could submit an <laughs> offer, but like, are we going to get the best house, best deal? Like, absolutely not so if if this is you in your mentality and again if you're triggered like please know that that's a you thing and not an us thing and i just take a step back and look at the whole picture here like why are you seeking out a, a you know a trainer with expertise in the first place it's because you're you're frustrated with where you're at mm -hmm. and i get it like change is scary like we all like routine mm -hmm. but i'm telling you when it comes to fitness like if you're going to continue to go to your cardio classes because you like it and you know, you like the cortisol dump and you know, all that shit, like that's fine. Do you, but just know that you're not going to get the results that you want. Like also continuing my rant here. It's, <laughs> I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, right. And a lot of, you know, empowering women stuff. And like, I like to answer questions for people and I see this shit so many times. And let me, let me tell you what this looks like. Heather just saw this too okay guys I don't know what to do I'm stuck I have gained eight pounds of muscle I've lost four pounds of body fat and I just feel like I'm stuck and we're like what what the fuck are you stuck with you hit the holy grail like clearly what you're doing is right and then the worst part is that all these people come in and they start commenting and they're have you tried this have you have tried, you tried, keto? tried you, what? what are your macros like yeah like, <laughs> it's like wait what do you, why would you try something different because it's, it's working. working like people are so man they're just so in their heads and also the people that are commenting on your posts if you are doing this they're not experts i'm going to guarantee you that they're not experts or if they are they just want your business if they're going to tell you that you should try this wait the people on facebook aren't experts oh my god yeah <laughs> it's just like it's so frustrating as an expert in an industry yeah i guess people don't really give a shit about the fitness industry like yeah that's the first thing that people cut out of their budget when when money is tight but i think that's so stupid because you're going to be paying for that shit later let me tell you healthcare bills healthcare costs whatever physical therapy surgery if you're not taking care of any pain like i'm not trying to shit on people but kind of like it's it's i don't know like, i mean if it's not accessible to you it makes sense of course there are a lot of things you can do that are free I'm, online as well right i i'm not saying that i'm specifically talking about the people who are seeking me out and they want to jump on a call with me and discuss their goals and i am telling them what they need to do and they're gonna say no i'm just gonna do what i'm doing and not listen to you and it's like 
don't seek me out. Do not waste my time if that is you. Like, I need you to at least be open to what I'm telling you because I'm telling you what I will tell you is that is what is going to get you the results that you want. And it's probably going to take more time than you than you want. It's probably going to take more commitment and, you know, adherence to the plan. But guess what? That's everyone everywhere, right? Yeah. So, and the workouts may not be what you expect. Yeah, but, but I'm going to tell you it's probably what you need. So anyway, save me from my ranting. Yeah, you're, you're on one today, man. Well, it's just, it's so <laughs> recent right now and I see yeah. it all the time and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so many. And another, just another example, like someone was breaking down like oh my mental energy is better like I have more energy throughout the day and they're like I just have this like one little little pooch on my belly <laughs> and it's like I just want to lose it and I'm like I was like what if we focus on all the amazing things that you just said you have more energy you're stronger in the gym like that stuff pales or in comparison to to losing your last bit of belly fat pooch right, right. I was thinking about doing this thing where I like take people's comments obviously anonymously on Facebook and I kind of like analyze them like I circle all the all the good things yeah and then it's like, like the one bad highlight thing. the the thing at the they end with which is always like I'm struggling help like this isn't working but they just mentioned eight things that are good so I don't know maybe we'll do like a little series on social yeah, we media should. about that someday so yeah <laughs> Anyway, the point of this entire episode was um, progress can be measured in a multitude of ways. And as you're going through your fitness journey, just be sure to continue to congratulate yourself and take time to highlight the wins. I would even say write them down or tell them to your friends, tell them to your coach, whatever, put them out in the universe so that they're there for you to see and that you you have addressed them and and that is going to help you make change even faster because it'll get you in the right mindset where you're thinking about yeah. the process and the habits yeah. instead of this fast result. And that's a really good point. Like mindset is literally, literally everything. Yeah. I can teach you exactly what to do, but like, are you going to do it? Probably not. Like mm -hmm. that's why people hire coaches. Like totally like yeah so anyways and, I, and you know katie may sound a little scary in the podcast i'm not I scary she's very very empathetic no. when it comes to clients but no she is yeah she has, like tough love we'll call it's it tough, tough love, love but almost not even tough love like i'm really empathetic with my clients because yeah. i i've been there like yeah. i've i have used the scale as my only yeah. like measurement of progress and or I shifted completely the other way and was like, I'm not adding any weight to the bar. And like now I'm I suck at fitness. And it's like, no, I, I get it. But like I as a coach, I'm there to get you to zoom out and, and see the bigger picture and and also help you see the wins that you've already accomplished along the way, even if even if you don't, you know, you kind of neglect them. Right. So it's just yeah, it's again looking at the bigger picture. You know, someone objectively from the outside helps. So always, always. Yeah. All right. We ready to close this one out? Yep. All right. <laughs> well, thanks y'all for listening. Please remember to rate this podcast. We would love to get more people to hear it. So if you could share it, that would be even better. If you enjoy it, please um, review it as well. Yeah. I think that gets it seen a little bit more. Which yeah. Is a tiny little podcast, tiny little business trying to grow. And, and we get to uh, know what you think. So yeah. You know, so. Put it out there. Cool. All right. See you next week.